Okay, we are recording. Um, so like I said, I figured we could go over the original thought a little bit and at least get our own intake and um, uh, perceptions on it for sure. So let's go over the first one here. There's only seven that show up. I'm sure it talks about it in other sections, but let me copy and paste here. So this is session 82, question 10. Uh, why does this partaking in the original thought have a gradient radio, radially outward? That's the way I understand your statement. Okay, Ra says, this is the plan of the one infinite creator. The one original thought is the harvest of all previous. If you use this term, experience of the creator by the creator. As it decides to know itself, it generates itself into that plunum, full of the glory and the power of the one infinite creator, which is manifested to your perceptions as space or outer space. Okay. Each generation of this knowing begets a knowing which has a capacity through free will to choose methods of knowing itself. Therefore, gradually, step by step, the creator becomes that which may, may know itself. And the portions of the creator partake less purely in the power of the original word or thought. This is for the purpose of refinement of the one original thought. The creator does not properly create as much as it experiences itself. So there's a lot that can go into that. Uh, you all are more than welcome to um, give your own thoughts on that. But I think that was the last one that we did. I talked about, you know, our the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system so in a human being we actually have two separate nervous systems uh for real so you have your parasympathetic nervous system which is the the bodily functions that we have no control over half the time we don't even know we're happening like our heartbeat uh intestines um those types of things so you don't have to sit and think, okay, move uh, kale to small intestine, you know, no, it does it automatically. You don't have to think about it. But that thought has to come from somewhere, somewhere deep inside. That thought comes from the creative portions of ourself. And while I was reading this, um, you know, I'm not sure it's talking about the creator. Yes, but we do have to remember that we are the creator as well. Um, so then we have a sympathetic nervous system, which is everything that we have conscious control over. And that is, if you want to wave at somebody, you think, I want to wave. So then your arm raises and then you move your hand from side to side, you know, and you have conscious control over where your hand goes. Um, so that those are the things that we have conscious control over. But again, with this original thought, thought has to come from somewhere. And we have original thoughts all the time as a portion of the creator. So uh, something that you want to manifest, such as Romeo, you with the gardening, um, 
you know, I know when I first started thinking about it, so uh, I knew I was going to be coming over here to this property, and I said, man, that has so much potential. I want a huge garden. I want this and that, and I want to do all of this, and of course, it's step by step, but uh, that was an original thought. So then the the thoughts build on each other or the thoughts build on the action, I should say, like Margie just said. Um, you know, uh, manifesting is is the original thought. So say you want to start, um, you know, a, a healing center. Well, that's an original thought. And then you work off of the intention and the physical action and to get the job done. And every, anybody can stop anytime they want to stop. And the only person that's stopping themselves at that point is themselves. Um, so, and I had a dream the other night. I don't know why I'm thinking of this now. And maybe it has something to do with that. I had a dream the other night. And I don't think I mentioned it to any of you guys. But I was with some people. We were talking about going to the pyramid of all things. And so we're like moving through this area, trying to get through, get to the pyramid. And uh, so I think we ended up at the pyramid and we, I don't even remember what we did there, to be honest with you. But then we exited the pyramid and we get on this train, speaking of trains, um, we get on this train and we're like going like super fast, like super fast. And like every once in a while we would come across like a, a roadway where there's like a um, uh, a potential to stop. And but my understanding is that the train wasn't going to stop like the train is going to keep going. There were trucks and all kinds of cars that would like like park on the tracks at these these areas and try to get us to stop. And again, the feeling is that this train isn't going to stop no matter what. And so we were like plowing through these trucks and cars that were trying to block our way because that's what they were doing. I and mean, you don't stop on train tracks unless you want to get hit or if you're trying to block them from the train from moving and i remember going through like plowing through one truck and it was like full of pillows or something so pillow fluff ended up flying everywhere and stuff and you know you and i think this is part of the spiritual journey as part of manifesting you're moving on this train and you're moving on this train and the only person that stops you is yourself because you, you're going to have roadblocks, but it's up to you to push through them. You're going to have things that give you the opportunity to stop, but it's up to you. Um, modern train from this century. Um, you know, it almost seemed like it was uh, either modern or almost futuristic because it was unless I don't know if you guys have the bullet trains where you're at, Romeo, and that part of Europe. We have bullet trains over here now that can go 100 plus miles an hour. It almost seemed like one of those. Yeah, bullet trains. Uh, pillow roadblocks are easy to push through. There you go, Margie. That's what I was thinking. Like one of these ended up being just pillows. And if I would have stopped, then I wouldn't have known that it was just full of pillows. You know, and it, they're easy to push through, right? 
intention, physical action towards your goals, the universe opens that door further for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. And again, the only person that stops you is you. So it's up to you to keep going. We're going to have opportunities to stop by these roadblocks, but it's up to us to push through them. And they may be pillows and you don't know they're pillows. <laughs> so. Yeah, we are the roadblocks. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. We are the roadblocks. Um, but going back to the uh, the session here, you know, again, I was getting the feeling when I was reading it that it's actually, yes, it's talking about the creator, but we have to understand that we are part of that creator as well. So um, and it also says, which is manifested to your perceptions of space or outer space? So. Uh, to me, this is almost mental space. So, and the way that I perceive things, you know, our physical planes are, um, you know, our bodies, you know, the land, everything like that. When we when we get into mental or spiritual realms, we are talking about space or outer space. So, um, just like. Um, the the term that is used to describe like goddess Isis and Mother Mary when they say Queen of Heaven, uh, yes, they're they're talking about an aspect of heaven, but I think by heaven they mean master of her own mind, um, learning the depths of her own mind and knowing herself, accepting herself, and becoming embodying the Creator. So uh, if that makes sense to you guys, um, and it also says. Um, the creator does not properly create as much as it experiences itself. So it's interesting because that kind of amplifies the knowledge that all of this is just for experience, not just for experience, but um, all of this is for experience, the learning. And there was an old proverb that I saw a while ago. It was, uh, you know, the uh, the master waits for the universe to come to it. And there was another, um, or he, I'm sorry, he sits in amazement as the universe um, puts things in his path. I think is what it was or something similar. I'm probably absolutely butchering it, but that's okay. You guys get the picture, I think. So, um exploring self yeah exploring self because in another person there are self too and the more we try to understand ourselves then we can actually understand those around us and again the more we work through our issues we understand why others are having these issues as well and that they're just projecting them or um uh, they have unhealed traumas while they're gaslighting because they don't understand uh, that they themselves need to go in and and heal themselves. So, um, creator does not probably create as it much as it experiences itself. So, uh, the creator, you know, has already created, I guess, and then maybe sits in wonder as, um, you know, everything is experienced around it. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
And also says something about each generation. Each generation of this knowing begets a knowing which has the capacity through free will to choose methods of knowing itself. And I don't know if this is talking about each generation of beings like humanity, for example. Um, I mean, we see it now. You know, I look at the um, the experience of my grandparents and great grandparents that they had. I think we had a stronger generation at that point. But look what they had to go through. They they lived through the depression. They learned how to live off the land. And I, honestly, I think um, learning to live off the land was the best thing they could have ever done. And then, you know, the factories were brought in. Uh, a lot of them were chased off their land, at least in my family. Um, and I think humanity took a little detour. Uh, but I think we're getting back to the experience that um, with this generation and uh, teaching the future generations how to grow their own food and live off the land. So um, let's go do the next one and see. There we go. Okay, uh, so again, session 82, and then this is question nine. Um, are these central or original creations a cluster of what we call stars? Um, and I probably should go back a little bit on this session, but let's answer this. So raw answer is this is correct. However, the closer to shall we say the beginning of the manifestation of the logos the star is the more partakes in the one original thought and i i really think it means like um the closer to i know gloria said before the closer to the center of the galaxy the more evolved consciously um probably because they're in closer proximity to um you know the the central logos the center of the galaxy because i think that the logos is the center of the galaxy and then you have our sun which is a sub logos yeah we're much further out we're on a very far out limb we're probably further out than what we even realize yeah if i could go somewhere in the way out in the country with no um you know city lights to um kind of drown out the the starlight and that i mean i can see the arms of the milky way if we can physically see the arms of the milky way then we're pretty far out um i'm not from the 70s i swear so <laughs> but yeah we are further out than what we think too i i think so i can see if i drive about 40 minutes i can see uh the arms of the milky way <laughs> yeah Peace sign, peace all, make love, not war. All right. All right, this one is a good one. It's kind of a longer one. We'll get through it. Really kind of helps us understand. Yes, Romeo. So 
Central Sun logos. I'm sorry, Cosmic Central Sun. Yes, you are correct. And then the Milky Way uh, Galactic um, logos. And then the Sun is a sub logos. And then the sub sub is Earth, though, actually. And then you have a human. Yeah. So each planet is a sub sub logos. And then you have whatever entities lie on each sphere. So. Um, session 54, question 8. And the mind-body-spirit complex becomes aware of this process and then decides that in order to have abilities, the full abilities of the creation and the creator, of which it is a small part, yet at the same time, all of, in order to have the abilities that go with the entire creation is it necessary to reunite its thinking or reharmonize its thinking with the original creative thought in precise vibration or frequency um, a vibration i will say in order to do this it is necessary to discipline the personality so that it precisely conforms to the original thought or original vibration and this is broken into seven areas of discipline, each corresponding to the one of the colors of the spectrum. So it's talking about uh, colors of the chakra, colors of the rainbow. Um, you know, and it's almost like I, when I was reading that, I was getting like a, uh, uh, like a visual of, I, you know, I don't know if the Big Bang Theory is actually correct or not anymore. But just a um, in Genesis in the Bible, you know, in the beginning there was God and God was the word. So which is speaking things into existence. So um, that would be vibration. Uh, that kind of thing. So speaking things into existence is what that, um, you know, verse, specific verse in the Bible goes through. Yeah, the, the word, first vibration. And eventually, like, I try to practice this whenever I am manifesting things um, because our, our voice is vibration. We we have voice because our vocal cords are, are vibrating. Oh, that is vibration. Okay. Uh, so Raw answers uh, this statement, although correct, there is great potential for being misunderstood. Okay. The precision with which each energy centers matches the original thought lies not in the systemic placement of each energy nexus, but rather in the fluid and plastic placement of the balanced blending of these energy centers in such a way that intelligent energy is able to channel itself with minimal distortion. Um, so this is, again, emphasizing our need to be balanced. So, and I, I do hope that the, um, in the beginning of our meditations that we do, by bringing down this light through each energy center, grounding it in and then bringing it back up, you know, I, my whole vision on that was for balance because it balances each energy center um and ross says at some point 
I know we've been over this too, is that we, they will really only need to be balanced to a minimal degree, whatever that minimal degree is. Um, but again, it, it emphasizes that need for balancing. Um, so and then it says, mind-body-spirit complex is not a machine. It is rather what you might call a tone poem. Tone to me is frequency, vibration. Uh, my husband's a musician, so that's tone, that's frequency, that's vibration. All musical instruments are uh, come with a tone. Pianos, because uh, I, I guess I'm a musician too, but pianos, guitars, violins, those are all tones. So we are pretty well saying that we are equivalent to these musical instruments. We are a musical instrument. So instead of rather thinking of yourself as a machine. Yeah. Interesting. Okie dokie. Not a long one, but we'll get through it. This one I read through a little bit earlier and I found it kind of interesting. When we are a musical instrument, how do we sound? With singing? Well, sure. I mean, you have your own frequency, right? You have your own vibration, right? Um, I would assume each energy center probably carries its own relative frequency. And then the violet ray is a sum of all the others. So the violet ray would give off, like, an, uh, you know, the sum again when you add all those up and then... Um, it's expressed through the violet ray, which Ra also says is uh, what is the most important thing uh, that is is for requirement for harvest is your violet ray, especially in service to others. Yeah, and there's uh, Margie just shared a toroidal field in this, yeah. Yep. Like, Goes in through the crown, gets final through. I am now thinking about the language etymology of the word instrument. Yeah, yeah, they use the word instrument a lot, don't they? Uh, in the log one, it's they refer to Carla as an instrument. Boy, that's gonna take me down a rabbit hole later. I'm glad we went over this today. To I identify as a violin from now on. <laughs> so, but yeah, they know they, they refer to that word a lot. Okay, so this is session 60, question 27. Only if you deem it to be of importance, I would request comments. If you feel it's unimportant, we'll skip it. Raw says, this information is significant to some degree as it bears upon our own mission at this time. So whatever they're asking, it's part of Ra's mission. Uh, of course, part of Ra's mission was just simply just sharing this information. Now, we uh, at of the Confederation are at the call of those upon your planet. If the call, though sincere, is fairly low in consciousness of the, shall we say, system whereby spiritual evolution may be precipitated then we may only offer that information useful to that particular caller 
This is the basic difficulty. Entities receive the basic information about the original thought and the means that is meditation and service to others, whereby this original thought may be obtained. So this is where they emphasize our are the importance of meditating and creating your own um, relationship with the creator. So, because, you know, I perceive things on a completely different level than you all do. So, which is why I love your guys' uh, perceptions and then we can discuss them and um, kind of understand each other's distortions there and come up with a common conclusion. So, we're all kind of leaves it so fluid with the understanding, but I think that's the purpose of, um, you know, allowing for free will and perceptions and that. Yeah, please note that as Confederation members, we are speaking for positively oriented entities. Gotcha. We believe that the Orion group has precisely the same difficulty. So that's interesting. They're saying that they're, they're speaking on their difficulties with positively oriented entities. Um, they also say that the the negative groups that are trying to bring through some information are also having issues sharing it with, uh, I say issues, but difficulties sharing this with the, uh, maybe the negatively polarized individuals. Once this basic information is received, it is not put into practice in the heart. Uh, okay, yeah, I did read that right. It is not put into practice in the heart and in the life experience, but instead rattles about within the mind complex distortions, as would a building block, which has lost its place and simply rolls from side to side use, uselessly. Yet still the entity calls. Therefore, the same basic information is repeated. Ultimately, the entity decides that it is weary of this receptive information. However, if an entity puts into practice that which is that which it is given, it will not find repetition except when needed. And this is interesting, and I can absolutely admit that I have done that before. Uh, I will get downloads or I will get dream, certain dreams or random thoughts throughout the day. And I question them and I'm getting better about not. But I will think on them until eventually I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this. So what they're saying is if we put that information into practice and see how it works, see the effect on it, then we're not going to be doing that as much in our minds. So, quite hard to do. But, I, again, I feel like uh, I'm leveling up in the area of trusting myself. So, and I hope you all are, too. Uh, mint is a... Can you repeat what you meant as a distortion inside this answer? Which answer? I'm so sorry. The one that I was just speaking about. I'll let you answer. The answer from Ra sixty twenty seven.
When it's talking about, you know, having some difficulty sharing it with positively oriented individuals, the Orion group was also having the same difficulty in sharing it with, you know, possibly uh, negatively oriented individuals. Uh, but instead, rattle, rattles about within the mind complex distortions as what a building block which is which has lost its place and simply rolls from side to side uselessly yet the the entity still calls is that what you meant romeo yeah and then ultimately the, this entity decides it is weary of this receptive information which they are not trusting themselves Repeating the catalyst. There you go, Margie. Margie's always got some good answers. Yeah. Until you trust yourself. Yeah. Rabbi doesn't remember. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Save that session though and kind of revisit it a little bit later. And I'll revisit it myself too and see if I can't come with any deeper conclusions. Yeah, trusting yourself is a biggie when it comes to dream work, uh, meditative work, that kind of thing. Okay, here is the next one. Well, that one is okay. Let me see here. There's a two and one here for y'all. Also goes over the first one too. The very first session. I already ordered chocolate ice cream on the orbital space station. All right, save some for me. Um, session 71, question 12, and this is just a direct answer to this. So uh, Don was correct whenever he asks us. Then it seems to me that from this, that the sub logos, such as our son, uses free will to modify only slightly a much more general idea of created evolution. So that the general plan uh, of creative evolution, which seems then to be in uniform throughout the one infinite creation, is the process of the sub logi to grow through the densities and under the first distortion, which is free will, find their way back to the original thought. And this is correct. So the our sun, which is a sub logo, is itself on its way back to um, you know one infinite creation. So it itself is working its way up the densities just as much as we are. So, um, so this is the very first session, uh, session one, question zero. And they actually introduce themselves in 
such a way I have not spoken through this instrument before. We had to wait until she was precisely tuned. There we are with the instrument and the tuning of an instrument as we send a narrow band vibration. So they they have to you have to be so precisely tuned that they can send this narrow band vibration. So which I mean I see in music all the time. Um I I live with somebody that is in a band and then I help with the band at times. Uh, which we've got another show coming up next month. We're doing a benefit for somebody. Um, but you have to have, if you're doing a certain song, okay, let's get this in it. If you're doing a certain song, the guitar, the bass, the, uh, whatever, whatever other instrument, the piano, if you're using piano, you, they have to be tuned to the correct key to play a certain song and not all songs are in the same key so there if you've ever been to like a concert or anything like that like sometimes you see them messing around with their guitars real quick like between songs or they'll have to take like a five minute break and then have to mess with their guitars or their pianos or whatever it is um they're tuning you have to be tuned to the correct key in order to play certain things so then they go on to watch. I'm sorry. Then they go on to say, we have watched your group. We have been called to your group. For you have a need for the diversity of experiences and channeling, which go with the more intensive, as you might call it, advanced approach to the system of studying the patterns of the illusions of your body, your mind, and your spirit, which you call seeking the truth. We we hope to offer you a somewhat distant slant upon the information, which is always ever the same. The Confederation of Planets and the service of creator uh, has only one important statement. That statement, my friends, is, as you know, is all things, all of life, all of the creation is part of one original thought. So. Yeah, we are the instruments that are being fine-tuned. You got it. Let me go back and just... Um, kind of copy more of this, this session real quick that we can talk about. And just interesting, in the beginning, they were actually, it seems like they were talking about using more than one of them, but it, it ended up being Carla that um, did most of the channeling. Because it says, we will exercise each channel if we were able to. The reception of our beam is a somewhat more advanced feat than some of the more broad vibration channels opened by other members for more introductory and intermediate work. So let us uh for a moment consider thought what is it my friends to take thought took you to took you then thought today okay what thoughts did you think today what thoughts are part of the original thought today well they all are in how many of your thoughts did the creation abide hmm. was love contained and was service freely given you are not part of a 
material universe. You are part of a thought. You are dancing in a ballroom in which there is no material. No, it's it's how we we are perceiving that we have created the illusion around us for by means of experience and learning and lessons and all the above. Um, you are dancing thoughts. You move your body, your mind, and your spirit in somewhat ex eccentric patterns for you have not completely grasped the concept that you are part of the original thought. So, uh, we would at this time transfer to an instrument known as John. Okay. Uh, Ross says, I am again with this instrument. We are close to initiating a contact, but you're having difficulty penetrating a certain mental uh, tension and distraction, and that is somewhat characteristic of this channel. We will therefore describe the type of vibration that is being sent. The instrument will find it's entering the energy field at a slight angle towards the back of the top of the head. Okay, so it's describing like the angle in which the information is being downloaded. Now, we are not able to offer any conditioning due to our own transmitting limitations. Therefore, if the instrument can feel this particular effect, he may then speak our thoughts as they come to him we will again attempt this okay so talking about being fine-tuned where the information is coming in I, last night um i was getting like a very big tingling right in the middle of my forehead so uh i know i know sometimes lately especially during the solar flares uh, my whole crown just lights up it's just oh my goodness and i can feel it almost like a, like the energy is going up you know and i don't know if that is the upward spiral spiraling light that Ra talks about in the log one but like i would have expected maybe pressure coming down on the crown but last night and a couple of other times in the last few weeks i have felt it like the energy moving up and then i would feel it um like leaving the top of my head kind of it's very strange um okay let me go back into a little more of the original thought here okay i'm gonna skip some of this and just kind of um go to the last one here because it's all about the group there You are very sensitive of feeling this energy going upward spiraling. Yeah, it's, it was very odd. I've noticed it a lot with the, um, or maybe it's just a coincidence, but I've noticed it all around a lot of the times uh, when there's solar flares. Maybe I'm just crazy, but it's a very interesting feeling. Okay, so. This is just the last portion of the last session that I posted in session one. Uh, yes, Romeo, I I do feel, and you know, it's on a couple, usually like a day before we have a big uptick, my hands will start itching, like the palms of my hands will start itching, and the bottoms of my feet will start itching. Um, and then I'm like, oh, 
we, we, we probably have another uptick coming in the next few days or even that later on that day. Um, and then also uh, sometimes I feel it when they're already here. It just kind of depends on how intense they are. It's not like a pain. No, they're just itchy. Um, just itchy, sometimes tingly, but more often than not, just itchy. And, it, you know, I always think of the old wives' tales where if one, one side of your palms is itchy, then you have money coming or you're going to have visitors or something. Like, it's not painful by any means. Um, sometimes if I go outside and ground with my shoes off and that, it'll kind of integrate those energies and help ground me. Um, so, yeah, I think all of us are starting to feel them. We've had such an uptick in the last week. It's been ridiculous. That one spawn spot, I think it was 3311, is nonstop. And I, I think right now it's earth-facing or close to earth-facing. Yeah. Um, so Rob was saying each of those in this group is striving to use, digest, and diversify the information which we are sending to the instrument into the channels of the mind-body-spirit complex without distortion. The few whom you illuminate by sharing your light are far more than enough reason for the greatest possible effort. So I think when Ra gave this information, they had it in mind or they could see <clears throat> that sometime in the future, from this channeling and the books they made that they would reach um, people later on that would understand this or at least sit down and talk about it and discuss them and bounce ideas off of each other and actually do the work. Uh, and that's probably why they came in and, and offered this information. Uh, to serve one is to serve all. Therefore, we offer the question back to you state that indeed it is the only activity worth doing to learn teach or to teach learn there is nothing else which is of aid in demonstrating the original thought except your very being and the distortions that come from the unexplained and articulate or mystery clad being are many thus to attempt to discern and weave your way through as many group mind body spirit distortions as possible among your peoples in the course of your teaching is a very good effort to make. We can speak no more uh, valiantly of your desire to serve. And this is about why they decided to um, seek out that group in particular, I guess. So they had a strong desire to serve. They had a strong desire for seeking information, seeking the light and that kind of thing. So. Um, and they took a, the opportunity because I know they don't view time the same and they're able to see ripple effects from how many years in the future and, or possibilities, I should say, possibilities that this information would have reached uh, those who would sit down and discuss it like we are. Interesting. I was reading the book Raw Contact somewhere in Raw's reading. Somewhere, Ra is reading the book, The Margie Contact, or The Trish Contact. You never know, I guess. <laughs> As teachers, they also learn from us. 
so maybe you know and that's you know that's the thing like we positive or negative i don't think we can truly articulate the effect we have on other people which is why it's super important to be in the moment as much as we can to pay attention to our reactions and our responses and those things because it's like a you know if a butterfly flaps its wings on the other side of the earth it, it may create a storm on the other side you know it's uh i feel like our energy can have that type of potential which is why if our desire to serve is so great that and somebody is just one person can see it then it can change their life and then they go on and change someone else's and so on and so forth so they do learn from us yeah they definitely learn from us as well just as much as we learn from them you know this isn't their home planet you know like they're just offering this information so they would very much like to learn from us and our culture and our ways and our distortions and because it's all part of the one infinite creator as well so uh, remembering the deeper parts of self patience love service yes i agree uh but I think um I'm gonna go ahead and end the recording now.